of Nothing But Facts, Season 2, Episode 7. Huh. I'm Chloe Rogers, grandson of Steve Rogers, son of Aaron Rogers, and I'm back with Mr. Lil Trill Bill, the best co-host in the whole wide world. You doing good? Oh, I'm doing great. Amazing. Living my life, making this money. Okay. Good job. You're working from home. Hell yeah. No coronavirus for you. I'm an essential worker, Missing basically. model, how are you? Good, I'm about to be working from home. Okay, that was no coronavirus from Missing Mono. I don't got coronavirus either. Yep. And we got a special guest, brought him back from the Twitter world, Mr. Bacon. Bacon World, Q. What's good, bro? What's going on, folks? Thanks again for having me on. We out here. All right, so let's just kick into it. I'm going to go start small with the small topic. Load manage. I know there's no basketball, but, you know, I miss basketball so much. And when I go to games, I want to see players. I want to see the best. Am I right? I don't disagree at all. But at the same time, like I said, I mean, <clears throat> I mentioned to you off the show mm-hmm. last week, but I feel like the amount of AAU basketball that is taking over, how many games these kids are playing before they even get to college, let alone the NBA, I feel like at the end of the day, that's setting them back and setting them up for injuries in the long run. Mm-hmm. And basically, that's why I feel like load management has also come into play at this point. Because it's like, we need the superstars. And you saw it last year with Kawhi. It worked perfectly, bro. He only played maybe 60-something games. And the man came out there playoff time and killed anything that was on the court. Mm, I look at it kind of like, not in a bad way, but at the end of the day, they're athletes, but they're entertainers. Like, bro, you going out there, you want to see the best, like, at the end of the day. People be going far, bro. You be in the comments and be like, oh, LeBron's sitting out? I flew in from Australia trying to see him. Spent 20K. And LeBron's not going to be there? Come on. I understand that, but at the end of the day, do you want to see them in the playoffs or you want to see them in a regular season game? Good. John Stockton played 82 games six straight times in the 90s. We're not going to talk about him yet. <laughs> Just yet. <laughs> Not to to go off of uh, what you were talking about, Trill. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, it, the the experiment worked perfectly last year for for Toronto. And as much as you know, the league you know wants to cut down on load management and, and see their stars play every night, so the fans aren't really cheaped out of their tickets. Uh, you got to do what's best for your team, man. I you know, I, I, I all these years, Pops has gotten away with you know, resting guys every other game or, you know, just, just putting in the uh, injury report, oh, like back spasms or, you know, sore left calf or just some other, you know, you can make up some bullshit and, like, sit them out for, for a game or two. But mm-hmm. I think they do, uh, uh, you know, there are certain organizations that do a great job of, of taking care of their players. I mean, 
listen to this year, I mean, the Bucks, I mean, my, my Bucks here, they did their own sort of way of load management is, you know, you blow out your opponents and then your side don't have to play before a quarter. I mean, Giannis was averaging like 31 point, I don't know, some like 31.7 minutes per game or something like that, averaging mm-hmm. damn near 30. So it's just yeah, like, like, you know, if you can load manage the correct way. Minutes. Shit's yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can load manage the correct way, then, um, you know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. But I agree, though, uh, it, it worked out for, for Toronto last year. I mean, Kawhi didn't play, you know, the, the full the full span of games, and they, uh, you know, came away with the crown. So there's definitely a way to do it. Facts. I mean, I don't got much to say other than that it's not necessary. He's right. It's not necessary. It could work for some people. It's better for others to play all the games. I mean, Stockton was always kind of fighting, you know, for a spot, like as far as like getting the Jazz to where they were. Yeah, that's a fact. They were never like a number one seed, I don't think, off the top of my head. Maybe a two. When they went to the finals, I'm pretty sure they were number one seeds. But damn, how old were they at that point as well? And Michael won game six at Utah, I'm pretty sure. So it's like they, they were the number one seed. The Jazz were fire, bro. Don't, they were crazy. They just ran into Michael Jordan. They were really crazy. What's our next topic? Big yeah, dog? unfortunate uh, series of events. Michael Jordan. That's all I got to say, Michael Jordan. But yeah, um, next one. <laughs> the longest sports streak or record that you think can never be broken? The Undertaker's WrestleMania oh, streak. <laughs> I wasn't even <laughs> expecting it to go there. Like, come on. Think about it. How, how else are they ever going to get it? It's predetermined. That's true. Yeah, that is... Sh- oh. Nobody else is going to win 21 years in a row. Yeah. Okay, okay. You got to... No, I can't lie. Yeah, yeah. You snapped right there. Will's 100-point game for sure. Honestly, in today's basketball game... He said he, the other day, if Harden gets going one night and he get, like, 50 at halftime. Oh, Westbrook on his team. Westbrook going to look at him and be like, go for it. <laughs> Honest, Westbrook, a real one. That's facts. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can never forget that Westbrook got all of OKC behind him to help him, like, average that triple-double pretty much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on to a baseball streak. Kyle Ripken played 2,632 yeah, no games No one's ever going to beat that. I remember, like, when he, like, bro, really, like, set that record bro, and it was, like, finalized. Like, this is however many games. He came into one day and told the manager, I don't, you can take me out the lineup today. And that's how it ended. But, two th- bro, the next closest player in the modern era is Prince Fielder, and he played 547 straight games. I couldn't find anybody that's playing right now that has a streak. And you talk about, you talk about Stockton playing 82 games straight? 2,000 plus. 2000 Kyle Ripken that motherfucker played till he had white hair <laughs> he went we straight no hair, he went hair. straight from the league into the retirement home facts <laughs> he was on ESPN for a little bit but they were like you know you're good bro my biggest question is did he start off having no kids then having kids and then having grandkids during his career that I couldn't tell you he done did it all it's possible cause yeah, I you feel have like to do some, some pretty di- uh, deep digging there that's it. He would have to be the first and only player in what modern sports history to be a grandfather <laughs> while they're playing. <laughs> That's I wonder pretty fire, dude. I wonder if anybody's been a grandfather while they played. Kyle Ripken. Kyle Ripken, probably. Yeah. Most definitely. Probably Ken Griffey uh, Sr., right? Potentially. 
I don't even remember like that. Cause yeah, because damn near, damn near, uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Well, I guess he was kind of young in the league, and then because uh, he played with his father for what, like two or three years, maybe one year. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was like one but, or two years, honestly. Mm-hmm. So that's that's more enough time to, to pop out a baby. I don't know how old Griffey was when he uh, when he came up, but. I would think that's maybe the big, the the most likely chance, but I can't think of any uh, anybody else though. I got the Celtics at eight straight titles. You even talked about it. What'd you say? You said no team is gonna win like no player is gonna win like more, more than, than five, bro. More than five in this like era. If you get three, you damn it's near so competitive. Go. Yeah, no, that's that's a good one. Um, I had the, I got two, so. My first one is, is going to be the 73 and 9. I think that's realistically, that's really hard to beat. I think eventually, someday, it, it will be broken again. Um, but I, I, I don't see it happening really anytime soon. Uh, you, really, you, can, you have to make, like, you really have to limit your mistakes if you're going to get more than 73 wins. You can't lose two straight. Uh, you have to bounce back after losses. Um, you got to go on some big winning streaks, you know, not just one or two, like three, like mm-hmm. long winning streaks. And, and you got to win every game at home because like playing on the road. Games. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, and you, you gotta, you gotta win on the, um, or at home because, you know, on the road, obviously you're going to get everybody's best shot. So, and my second one was the, uh, the Warriors. So they started 24 and 0 in that same season. Um, just for the record, let the record show. That the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, the what were they like ten and eighteen Bucks uh, snapped that record here in uh, in Milwaukee. Okay, um, but I don't think I don't I can't see anybody ever um, ever beating that. I mean the the next streak is what thirty three uh, thirty three consecutive wins. That wasn't to start off the season, but that's like the winning streak. Yeah. But twenty four in a row to start the season is like really impressive. So I can't really see anybody else. Yeah, exactly. Truly, you look like you got something to say. I just had one simple one, and it just applied to basketball. Nobody in NBA history, especially today's game, is gonna play six hundred and nine straight games like John Stockton did. <laughs> John Stockton. That, that's yeah, the there's no right way. There. That's never gonna be broken for sure. Yeah. I agree 100%. So, That's hard. So we got someone chatting in this saying, is Carmelo Anthony better than Blake Griffin? 100%. Melo God. That's not a question. As far as, like, right now or, like, career-wise? No, like, o- overall, overall. Overall. Like, who would you rather have had, like, from rookie to, like, where they're at now? Oh, absolutely Carmelo. I mean, Carmelo. that's no doubt. Melo, yeah, I'm going that's with Melo. No I'm going with Melo. He dropped 50. Although, I will... I will say though, Blake Jump Griffin shots. has done a, a, a great a great job transforming his game uh, sure. to the current NBA. Because if you think about Lob City Blake, he was just all he was doing is dunking on dudes and, and shit like that. So it's like he transformed his game. He he, uh, you know, ever since getting traded to Detroit, been shooting a lot more threes. Um, unfortunately, like he's been he's been hurt a lot. He's but, injury prone. That's uh, the thing with Blake. But he's so fire. Like he has so yeah. much potential. Exactly. Yeah. So I got some uh, insane sport records for you guys right here. So let's see. We have Wilt Chamberlain in one game had 55 rebounds. <laughs> All right. Wow. So there's that. Cy Young had 511 overall wins. That's one that could potentially yeah. not lose. 
Um, Wayne Gretzky had 2,857 career points. All right. Yeah. We already know about Cal Ripken Jr., 2,632 consecutive games, but then you have Richard Petty with 200 NASCAR victories. It's a lot of driving. Bruh, they just be sitting there going <laughs> in circles. Like, I was about to say, that, that's, that's about have, like 14,000 left turns. Bro, they can't lift. Bro, when they get in the street, all they're doing is left turning. That's all they're doing. <laughs> One that I like, Barry Bonds hitting 73 home runs. Barry Bonds yeah. deserves yep. to be in the Hall of Fame because I don't give a fuck what steroids do to you. Yeah, they make you stronger. Do you know Barry how Bonds fucking yeah. hard it is to hit like Barry Bonds? Barry Bonds, all right, so there's a statistic called war, right? It ultimately determines like how effective were you like in the game. Barry Bonds is, is at like 1.6 something and the next one is like at 0.8. <laughs> like Barry Bonds is one of the most efficient players in baseball history. Okay, but I'm I, my question is how deep is that? Uh, wall in right field that he was hitting. That man hit that thing. shit into the Pacific Ocean every <laughs> fucking time he stepped <laughs> into the plate. He would smack into the ocean every fucking time. Like Barry Bonds, I don't care like what steroids do to you. That man could okay, hit. And even okay, if, even okay. if he didn't take steroids, that man would probably have three thousand hits and everything. He had to have hit away, away games. To have 73 home runs, he was just smacking shit almost every single game. Look, the right, I just looked it up. The right field line. At what is it called? Is it Oracle? Yeah. At I know Oracle it as Park. I know it as Pac Bell Park. That was its like original <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until so they 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 must have changed it. What I don't know, like two thousand something. Uh, right down the right field line is three hundred and nine feet. God oh, damn, shit. that ain't that shit, is... big dog. I go yeah, yeah, right now. He hits it to the ocean. He hits it like an extra hundred feet. So he's hitting that shit like four hundred feet. <laughs> you said it like his bonus points. Like it in basically, the ocean. yo, when, <laughs> what, game on the what, what was the baseball game that people used to play when they were younger all the time? The EA baseball game that they used to have. Yo, I used to play that game with Barry Bonds. I, well, not Barry Bonds. You know how it wasn't Barry Bonds. It was like the extra guy, but Reggie like Stalker. yeah, Reggie yeah. Stalker. Yeah. Like it was number twenty five because yeah. Barry Bonds wouldn't sign <laughs> off his licensing. Yeah. And he would yeah, hit just yeah. like Barry Bonds, yo, you would that smack that shit, shit 450 feet like every time. Every single time. Dude, that is, attributes that, everything. That's such a throwback. You said Reggie Stocker. I forgot all about that. That game, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it would never be Barry Bonds. It would be someone who is Barry Bonds. I used to go crazy on MLB The Show. Just do dynasties over yes, and over. I would dude, do some yes. fake shit. And I would get like just straight superstars and I would try to see how much they could win. Like I was winning they, like they 150. They low-key low had a great like career mode, too. It's, it's like almost mm -hmm. the like... I just thought of a record off the top of my head real quick. What? And it's so recent. No one's going to have that record of 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions like Jameis again. That, that's not Ooh, even that's like a, a record to be proud of. <laughs> that's All a right. good call. One last one I got for you guys since we were just talking about baseball. Pete Rose having 4,256 hits. Yeah, he's... He's on crack. Yeah. yeah, he sees the baseball the and just swings at it. Yep. It's not even but, being thrown. But you know who Pete Rose is, right? Like you know Pete Rose can't be in the MLB Hall of Fame. He oh, he was gambling. Yeah, right? yeah they, gambling. he had a gambling problem. He had a gambling problem. They won't let him in. They he gambled it. on himself. Yeah, but he is a Hall of Which Famer so still. Wild. He gambled on himself. He, he, no, he wouldn't. I think yeah, he would gamble That's on his own team. That's the hardest thing to do, though, bruh. He's a right. I think he would gamble on his own team. Like, yeah, like why like, am I oh. putting this in anyone else's hands than the niggas I know? Yeah, exactly. He's just showing faith in his team, and like he's asked like for them to reduce it, especially after like the Astros. But I will say this: he is still a Hall of Famer. You want to know where? where? WWE Hall of Fame. That's where the, all they all go. WWE Hall of Fame. 
That you don't make it stone by whatever King. profession in life, just go to the WWE, fight once, you're in the Hall of Fame. He got <laughs> tombstone by Kane. Did <laughs> have a good WrestleMania In match? a chicken suit. So Gronk is in the Hall of Fame then, right? No, not he's yet. He's on the road to it. Not, yeah, yeah, he's, he's on the road to crazy. it. He's I think definitely what, on the road to it. What belt did he win? He won the 24-7 title. How did, wait, he fought? Yeah, well, uh, he wait. jumped off of a fucking podium <laughs> into everybody at WrestleMania. So he is he tournament. like, is that a thing now then? Is he going to be like a character now? Um, I'm sure like they're gonna somehow like get the belt off him by like just like him being at the airport or something, and then one of them rolling him up and getting a three count. Real quick. <laughs> I love that. Oh man, that's great. But where are we at now with it? So we can either do we could redraft the 2006 draft, or we could talk about Kobe and Duncan. I'm liking that Kobe and Duncan. Yeah, right, let's go Kobe Duncan. Okay, someone started off. Is the big fundamental? It's not no question, bruh. Like, All right, what are we talking about? So this is how, this is how I'm gonna put it, right? <laughs> so Tim Facts. Duncan is like that guy that you know that on paper he's the right guy for the job. Kobe, oh. Kobe's like that motherfucker that you know that when he goes in to like get the job that he's gonna command the job with like pure respect and everybody's gonna fuck with him. Like Tim Duncan's like the guy that like when he becomes your supervisor, like it's oh. like a love hate relationship. No, it's no, like no. yo, he's the cool, but he's also Tim a Duncan, dickhead. Tim Duncan is Batman. He doesn't need to talk. He just does what he has to do. They literally have nearly the same accomplishments. Tim Duncan has one more MVP. I think that the, the system for the MVP is rigged because so many other players could have so much more fucking MVPs. But it is what it is. But come on, Tim Duncan. If I'm gonna keep it real, and it's no disrespect to Kobe, I feel bad because he's obviously not here. But Tim Duncan never had no type of drama in his career at all. He was straight smooth the whole way. Kobe almost got traded three times on the Lakers. One time for Grant Hill, they backed out. Another time in 07, this was after they lost to the Suns and then they beat the Suns and then they lost to the Celtics. I think before the season, they were supposed to trade, I think Rip Hamilton, like two first round picks. You sold me this shit a long time ago. It was like Rip Hamilton, I think Tayshaun Prince, like two first round picks for Kobe and like someone else. They backed out of that. Today I saw it was the most mind-blowing shit ever. They offered the Cavs. They told the Cavs they want LeBron for Kobe. Kobe was 28, LeBron was 22. And the Cavs tried to offer everyone else, but the Lakers were just like, nah, we want LeBron. The, 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 the Cavs are trying to pair them up. Imagine that shit. That shit Yo, if Kobe crazy. and LeBron wow. would have played together, how I many... saw that shit today. I was so, bro, I was like, what? How many bro, rings do you think called, they would have won? The Cavs are trying to get them, and the Lakers are just like, man, nah, we want LeBron. We already Dude. see that shit. And Kobe was 28, so that's some gambling shit right there, because it's fucking Kobe Bryant. Keeping it a buck, 07, Kobe probably doesn't get injured like he does. And honestly, they probably get at least, at least three, if not four. And that's adding on to Kobe's already three. Look, overall impact on the league, I'm going Kobe over I'm going, Duncan. I'm overall player, I'm going Kobe because I've always feel like it's a guards league, like so far, like in the past like 20 years. So I'm going with Kobe, but the better career, I'm going with Duncan. Like, yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Like on paper, shit. Duncan yeah, yeah, has more accomplishments. Saying, like, he has the better career, but bro, it's like when just, you think of overall impact on the game, like it, it's like we said when we were like, you know, like having the tribute him. episode for Kobe, right? People shoot a fucking paper ball into a trash can. They shout Kobe. You're not yelling Tim Duncan. If you hit it off the glass, you are. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the, the only thing he's known for, is shooting off the backboard. True. Man, but it's so nice how he, like, bro, he mastered that. Like, he could shoot that shit anywhere off the backboard. It's most likely he, going in. That's what I'm saying. He, he's probably w- one of, if not the best fundamental player. He got 26,400 like oh, points sure. and 15,000 sure. rebounds. Fucking savage. 
Like, Tim Duncan on paper is probably a top 10, top 15 player. Top seven. My whole thing is there was really no way to stop him. Like, even when Shaq was there, he was still giving Shaq numbers. He's quick and finesse. I'd rather take that over strength. There's no disrespect to Shaq at all. If you really look at it, there was no one that could stop him in the West. He was finna fuck KG up. Let's just keep it a buck. KG can't hang with him in the post. Dirk, he would have ate Dirk alive every single night. (laughs) So it's just like, bruh, he's running through the West, and there's no other real big man. Rasheed Wallace, Ben Wallace, he working they dumbasses because they trying to talk to him. So it's just like, bruh, at this point, you can't get inside his head. He won't talk to you. And yet he just shows up day in and day out wearing these big-ass Wrangler jeans. And it's like, yo, why can't we stop him? He's not doing anything special. He's not faster than you. He's not way stronger than you. He's not even got a crazy vert. Tim he Duncan, just happens to be 6'11". Tim Duncan is Tom Brady as Popovich's Belichick to the Spurs. Oh, shit. Just blew my mind. Oh, That's pretty good. I mean, that's, that's accurate. That's accurate right there. Timmy. So what would have happened if Doc Rivers said your family could come on and he signed with the Magic in 99? That would have been some shit. That would have been wild. But who you got, Bacon? You got Kobe or you got Duncan? Um... So before I actually give my definitive answer, listen to this. Okay, so so Kobe, 18-time All-Star, uh, Duncan, 15-time All-Star, both five-time champions, won three-time finals, finals MVP. Uh, that's Duncan. One, uh, Kobe is two, two-time final MVP. Uh, Duncan, two MVPs. Kobe, one MVP. Four-time MVP, Kobe. One-time All-Star MVP, uh, Duncan. Um they both made the All-NBA first team 10 or more times. They both made the All-Defense first team at least eight times. And they both made the All-Defense second team um, seven times. So this is a good comparison. Whoever came up with this, this is pretty, like, close. Man, it's Only so thing happy, Kobe... Like, it's so down-the-middle type shit. Like, they just balled yeah, their It really ball. is. I mean, Kobe, Kobe has one more season play. But Duncan has more overall games. I imagine that's because of the whole Achilles thing that happened with Kobe. Yeah, for sure. He Kobe would have missed a while. Kobe would probably ended with like thirty six k points if like he never like got injured near the end yeah, of his career. Yeah, sure. damn near. But all that being said, though, I'm gonna have to go with Kobe, and, and here's why: when you think of Tim Duncan, you think of what fundamentals, the bank shot, uh, pop, Parker, Ginobili. Uh, it almost seems like his career is like perfect sometimes, right? So he what? He okay? So he played for Pop uh, year after year. He's in the playoffs. He didn't have to rebuild ever, so it was so easy for him. Uh, he, he was an All Star's rookie year. He like never how the many playoffs, players? Bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Crazy. Right, and then he he played in a system that was built around like uh, offensive and defensive efficiency, not just one side of the ball. Um, I, I just feel like. Duncan had, mo- he had one of the most like under the radar like elite careers of any NBA player ever. But I think his career is more so flawless. I think Kobe had the better career because he had to overcome uh, uh, changes or obstacles. For for example, a Shaq being traded. They, that's one part of your whole like franchise who you won rings with. Um, now you have to go and kind of build somewhere else. Uh, think of Kobe tearing his Achilles. He he played with fucking Smush Parker and Kwame Brown. Like these are like some trash dudes who he was carrying 
you know, to, to the playoffs and, uh, and, and doing his thing. And then not to mention the, the NBA vetoing uh, the CP3 tra- trade um, in whatever year that was, I think 09 or, or something like that, 08 maybe. Um, so I got I to gotta go with Kobe just because he, you know, he came over more obstacles uh, um, than, than Duncan had it literally given on a plate to him. He had stayed in the same system for his whole career, same coach. You know, uh, Kobe had to go through a couple coaches. Um, obviously, you know, he, he won him, won him with Phil, but, um, you know, he, I think he overall, I can, I, I just can respect his, his, his grind more than, uh, than Tim Duncan. And that's taken nothing against Tim Duncan. Like I said, this is a great question. These are both, uh, phenomenal players and, and there's really no wrong answer. Um, the story, the story you know, is fire with, like, it's more fire with Kobe cause he just like went through shit. But like, wouldn't you say like Tim Duncan kind of had like maybe like a, almost near a perfect career. That's why it's like... Yeah, so damn near, I, like, like I said, like, flawless, He was man. just I vibing mean, he, the whole time. Going yeah, through. that's like the, the, the dream career, dude. You just literally, got, like, play the Tony, same team. He got Manu around him, just vibing. Yeah, you got the European dudes, man. Like, you know, they're already fundamentally sound. And then you're the USA guy who, you know, how many USA guys can you say, wow, that guy is just fundamentally sound, both sides of the ball, like, there are only like a handful of players you could say, like that play both sides of the ball and that always been like solid just throughout their whole career. Tim Duncan uh, really really sticks out to me. So yeah, I, I, like I said, no wrong answer, but I'm gonna if I had to choose, my I would pick Kobe. Sure, two two. You pick Kobe? Yeah, of course. Tim. Big Timmy. All right, two two. Everyone got to decide. People got to nah, comment I'm going on Kobe. That. So it's two two. Someone got. All right, we got someone in there saying they got Kobe over Duncan. So. That's three two right there. You gotta keep tally then. If if y'all got Kobe, let us know. If y'all got Duncan, let us know. Right into the oh, chats. We can man. see we can see what you write and we'll we'll address it on the show. So who do you got? Kobe or Duncan? Let us know. Damn. All right. So what do we got next? We got our fantasy draft of the week. Yeah, we're starting from ten to one. Anyone could go first. I'm not. I'm gonna go second. Now you know me. I I develop my list on the spot. I'm jumping head first, big dog. Okay, Q, you next, and then I'll go third. Okay. Cool. Alrighty, coming in at number 10, way too much hype on my man, but he still ended up having a way solid career, averaging 14 points a game, Andrea Bargnani, he just shouldn't have been the first pick, honestly, Mm -hmm. if he's not, he's honestly higher on the list, because there's way less pressure on the dude, it's just that simple. Moving in, 2K legend Bargnani. (laughs) Fucking fire. (laughs) (laughs) Moving into number 9. I feel like you said it earlier, they just replaced him with his doppelganger in OKC. But Tavo Cephalosha is fucking amazing. Like, if you ever needed a 3 and D type player, granted, he can't shoot that much, but he was definitely giving you the defense, you feel me? Like, he was their best defender. It was him, anybody. Made all defense team one time. So it's just like, he was really out there doing it, and he's known for being a defender more than anything. So, got to give him his credit off of that, especially with not being able to shoot at all. Coming in at number eight, I call him a journeyman, basically, especially with what he was having to do this year in Houston. P.J. Tucker is playing center right now, and he's still surviving somehow, game in and game out, banging with 6'10 and better people, and it's like, yo, he really got to be on his shit to do this every single night, game in and game out, because it's not like you're out there on the wing anymore. Nah, bro, you in here, you got to grab rebounds, at least try. So it's like... I got to give him his credit. 
coming in at number eight. I'm so sorry. Seven. I got Paul Millsap picked 47th in this draft. Probably Mr. Underrated, whatever you would want to call it. But yeah, he's the biggest sleeper, honestly, in this draft. To be selected that late, to have the career that he's had. I think he's in year 16 or 17 at this point, and he's still rocking and rolling. Yeah, he was out earlier this year with some injuries, but he's still at least a 15-point-a-night scorer when he's starting. It's just they got so much talent over there in Denver. You, It's like, uh, we're not going to force you back, especially when we got MPJ just waiting, Bull Bowl in the G League killing shit. So it's like, uh, it's no rush on you, big dog, at all. Coming in at six, you got to respect him, especially after what he did in the finals. Kyle Lowry, bruh. That clinching game against the Warriors, when he comes out and scores the first 10 points of the game, and it's like, yo, what the hell is going on? It's not Kawhi. It's not Van Fleet who was going on. It's Kyle Lowry, who at a point during the playoffs had a game where he scored zero points the same playoffs. So it's just like he came from that to do that in the NBA Finals. I got to give him his credit, especially with not having the dude he wanted to play with in DeMar and having Kawhi, but still getting the job done, being able to play second fiddle and be solid at that position, got to give him his credit. Number five, simple, simple, Rondo. You got to, as much as he's not, you know, your prototypical point guard just because he doesn't have that jump shot, he still does everything you want your point guard to do. He's locking up whoever he has to, whether if it's one through three. I've seen him check LeBron before. He's about that action. And he's always been a triple-double machine. Like that playoff series against the Magic when he first came out and was getting triple-doubles left and right, he dives through Jason Williams' legs to get a ball and all that craziness. It's like, yo, who is this young dude? Because at first, I just thought he was just some bum they plugged in like they do all other big threes. But, nah, he was actually out there hooping. And he's another Kentucky product. That's... I don't know what they got in the water at Kentucky, but it'd be working. Calipari. Next, I got Rudy Gay. It's no question about him. Like, the fact that he's one of the only players, if not, I think, one of two, to ever tear his Achilles and come back and actually play a little better, I have to have him on this list just for that simple fact. He's been anywhere and everywhere in Memphis. He was a dog dunking on anything and everything for those first seven, eight years. Then they send him to Toronto, and it's like, well, fuck it. I'm still hoop over here. I'm doing my job. And people sleep. Rudy Gay got a three. He, that boy, clutch. And it's like, damn. Then they send him to San Antonio, and it's like, all right, yeah, you don't think too much going to happen. Still giving you double digits over there. Still coming off either the bench or starting. Pop don't really care. He's like, eh, he's my new little, little Duncan, basically. You know, he light-skinned. He do it all. He just don't shoot off the glass. Coming in at two, he had his career robbed of him. I think we all know who I'm talking about as soon as I say that. Brandon Roy, the fact that he has no cartilage, bruh, come on now. No cartilage, bruh? What else do I have to talk about? Like, for a doctor to literally look you in your face and be like, yeah, your ACL is gone, big dog. I I don't know how I would take that because it's like, yo, at that point, you done. The fact that he retires and comes back, you got to give him credit. But it's like, yo, what could have been in those years? I can't wait to go. What could have been, That's big dog? Say. And number one, feel like 
honestly, he's been the most solid player in this entire draft for his entire career. And the fact that he was drafted to Chicago, but somehow traded to Portland, LaMarcus Aldridge is amazing, bro. Coming out of Texas, like, I didn't think he was going to be that fire, honestly. I was like, eh, you know, he could shoot, but every year he's worked on his range. Every year that jump shot sputtered, bro. And it's not like he's doing anything to go around you or dunk on you. Nah, Brad just posting you up, working your ass out. So it's like, at that point, he's been the most consistent. Although he has not had the playoff successes, some of the others on this list, he's still a dog. And I feel like he's had the best career overall, personally. Q, it's on you. All right, can you can you just name your ten one more time? Can you just go through? I'm just curious as to how many. I I was paying attention, but I just want to make sure that I have like in comparison to yours. I want to hear again. Can you just go the ten to one? Got you real quick. I got Barnyani at ten, Cephalosha at nine, PJ Tucker at eight, JJ Redick, who I missed at seven. Totally missed the talking about him. Mm-mm. I was off the shits. Best shooter out of Duke. But um, number six is Millsap. Five is Kyle Lowry. Four is Rondo. Three is Rudy Gay. Two is Brandon Roy. And one is LaMarcus Aldridge. Okay, very good. Um, okay, uh, I've got a lot of the same guys. Um, one of the guys that I have different at number 10, um, Jordan Farmer. So two-time NBA champion. Uh, he was an important piece to that 0-9-10 championship team off the bench. He played all 82 games. He played in all the playoff games. Uh, I think he, he's more so underrated just for his, his ability and um, his ability off the bench. I mean, you can't find a lot of, like, reliable point guards that can that, you know you feel comfortable with. Um, you could say, okay, like, I'm, I'm comfortable with him closing out a game. You know, I have that sort of confidence in my player. I feel like Jordan Farmar is, is one of those fundamentally sound guys. Um, he shot 43% from three in, uh, in four seasons throughout his career. I think he played, uh, I don't know, I'm pretty sure he, he retired in, I don't know what it was, 17 or 18 maybe, or I don't know, maybe before that. Um, so, yeah, I got him coming in at number 10. Number nine, uh, the shoe god himself, uh, P.J. Tucker. Uh, he's a great defender. Uh, he's not really known for his scoring, uh, um, but like, like you had with, with Cephalosha, uh, that's exactly how I feel about PJ Tucker. Great three and D player. Uh, he's doing it's a, He's he's been a really big part of what they're doing uh, down there in Houston. Um, yeah, I feel like in in the, in the years past, you know, with uh, you know playing the, all of, all those times playing the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals, PJ Tucker has been huge. I mean, his sweet spot is that corner three where he's always spotting up. You know, after you know Harden and uh, and and CP3 were doing their thing, and now Harden and Westbrook obviously doing their thing. Uh, PJ Tucker, I think he's extremely underrated in, in what he brings to a team. Um, so I got him at number nine, number eight. Um, Andrea Bargiani obviously he didn't live up to the uh, number one height, but he didn't. He didn't have a bad career. Um, he averaged fifteen or more four times in his career. Uh, was pretty decent three point shooter for a big man. Uh, I think he was a little bit ahead of his his time because you know today he would be pretty serviceable. Uh, in, in today's He'd game, be uh, just, He'd be going crazy. yeah, exactly. exactly. That's exactly that's a perfect uh, comparison. I don't know if he would be as good as him, but he would be damn near that level of uh, production. I mean, you talk about your stretch, your stretch big. 
Uh, I think he would he would have been big today. So uh, I got him at number eight, number seven, uh, JJ Redick. Uh, he's tied for 14th right now with LeBron uh, in NBA history and three point made field goals. Uh, he's kind of been a, a journeyman. I think he's played for five or six teams. Um, he's amazingly. This is a great statistic. He shot 40 percent from three. 12 of his 14 seasons. That is like another level of consistency. Uh, he's not super high up on the all-time like uh, um, three-point percentage. I think he's like in the top 20 for sure, like 16th or 17th maybe. But uh, regardless, he's he's just a consistent three-point shooter, uh, somebody I'd, I'd love to have on my team. Uh, number six, I got Brandon Roy. You know, like you were Sancho. Um what he could have been, I mean, he, he was one of the, I mean, at, at his time, he was definitely one of the more underrated guys. Um, he had horrible luck with knee injury, you know, over his first five or six years. I, I was looking at it in his three years that he, he, he made the all-star team. He was playing like 30, damn near 38 minutes a game. And we were talking about load managing before. That's playing 38 care. minutes. Back then, they right, didn't they, care. Exactly, man. He, fucking minutes every he, game. He, you talk about like the, the analytics and, and, and people doing research now on how to, you know, the longevity of your career. These guys were just balling and hooping. Like you were playing damn near the starting five the whole game. You were playing like six or seven deep, you know, and that, granted, I guess at that time it was a very competitive West. So, you know, you had like 46 win teams that were missing the playoff, but I get it. I mean, Brandon Roy, man, I, he could have been something really special. Um, it, it sucks to see that uh, he didn't have such a long career. So I got him number six, number five, uh, Paul Millsap, uh, another pretty consistent player. He averaged 15 or more in eight of his 14 seasons. Uh, very underrated. Um, he's got a similar game to uh, to somebody who's higher on my list, Lamarcus Aldridge. Uh, you know, they have that that mid range game, and and you know, like you were saying, sure, they got they got a lot of a lot of young talent over there in Denver. So he's not really, you know, seeing, you know, the, the, the huge minutes and whatnot, but he, you know, nonetheless, he's been in the league a while. Great mind to have in the locker room. Um, he's had a, a pretty good career. Uh, number four, Rudy Gay. So Rudy Gay, um, he scored 17 or more in 11 of his 14 years. Prime Rudy Gay, like he was just on a shitty, like Kings team that, that never really had the coaching or, or, or front office leadership. Uh, he, he was, he was, he's a real hooper. I mean, he, he's been a, a, another one of those journeymen who's kind of been hopped around, but he's been pretty consistent with his scoring, uh, when he's been in the league. And I, I've always thought that he's another one of those underrated players. Uh, number three, I got NBA champion, Kyle Lowry, a six time all-star, a, a hard worker. Uh, he really plays two sides of the ball. Uh, a great defender. He takes the, the second most charges in the league. Uh, to, to my guy, Ersan Ilyasova. Um, you know, th- this guy, Kyle Lowry, I, we're not on good terms right now because you know, he did what he had to do in the, in the playoffs last year against, against my team. But, um, you know, he, I, I can respect his game because he, he really, he, he does his fair share of flopping, which, you know, I, I feel a certain way about. But uh, Kyle Lowry, he plays two sides of the ball, and, and you got to respect people who, uh, who, you know, work hard and give everything they have when they're on the floor. Uh, number two, I got uh, Lamarcus Aldridge. He averaged 17 or more uh, points per game in every season in his, in his career, which is amazing. Besides his rookie year, 
and he only played like 20 minutes his rookie year. So he's always been a, a prolific mid, mid-range scorer. Um, I always thought his game was similar to like a poor man's Tim Duncan. I mean, that guy, uh, you can get him to post up. You know, he's, he's been, what is he? He's 6'11", 7 feet tall. Uh, he'll face you up to the rim and, you know, give you a quick jab and, and put it off the glass. I mean, he's, he's a silky smooth scorer. Um, you know, he's always been like that throughout his career. Uh, and then number one, um, it might come as a surprise to you, but I got Rajon Rondo. So Rajon Rondo averaged, he averaged eight assists or more in 11 of his 14 seasons. And in that number would be 12 out of 14, but he finished the, the 14, 15 season with 7.9 assists. Uh, it, he has everything you want in a true point guard. So that's core vision, basketball IQ, toughness, uh, you know, like you were saying, Trill, like, he, uh, you know, he's a dog, and is, you know, he doesn't back down from anybody, LeBron or whoever. Uh, here, I'm, I'm gonna give you a few stat lines for his like best games in his career. So March 4, 2012. Uh, obviously, still with the Celtics, I believe. Um, so this guy put up 18 points, 17 rebounds. This guy is six foot one, 17 rebounds, 18 points, 20 assists. This man had a, a 20 assist triple double with 17 boards. Uh, another one, he had 29 points, uh, 18 rebounds, 13 assists. Uh, another one, he had 12 points, 10 rebounds, 23 assists, six steals, 10 points, 10 rebounds, 24 assists, 32 points, 10 rebounds, 15 assists, 16 points, 13 rebounds, 14 assists. Bro, you can go on and on with this man's stat lines in in. in uh, he just brings everything to the table. I mean, he'll fill up the statue. You talk about like fantasy basketball. This guy would be a perfect man to have on your squad. Uh, I just think he's, you know, him being traded from uh, from the Celtics may have ruined his career. You know, you may have the big three leaving ruined his career. Uh, but prime Rajon Rondo is just, he was phenomenal. He, he did everything. So I got him decked out at number one. That's fire. I'm glad you have him so high. I'm going to run through these real quick. Number nine for me, I got Randy Foy. Just You're just starting at nine? You just jumped right into uh, it like a perk. I'm tripping, I'm tripping, I'm tripping, I'm tripping. <laughs> Number ten, not nah, because I had it mixed up because I had to switch it up. Number ten, Randy Foy. He's just a cracker that shoots, honestly. He literally shoots 36% from three, 40% from the field because he's just shooting threes. At one point, he was averaging 17. If you could average double figures and you're just a shooter, all you have to get him is on the right team. Imagine he's on that Rockets team. He's going to be shooting. Going everywhere. Shout out to him. Number nine for me, like you guys were saying, Baryani. He literally just wasn't... He's a lottery pick, in my opinion. He just wasn't that number one pick. People are looking you sideways, of course. But he had some decent years. He put up 21.9 one year. He's a decent big man. He shoots 35% from three, but he just, like like you said, Patton, it's not at his time. And just, like, but he couldn't just pan out. Like, he just couldn't do it. It was too, it was too bully ball back, back then. Number eight for me, like you said... Tabo Cephalosha, doppelganger. Is that him or is that Andre Robinson? Just plays defense. They can't shoot to save their lives. You cannot, if you have to bet on him to save your life, shooting a three, just go. Just go home and just sit down because it's not going to work out. Number six for me, maybe like the White Ray Allen, 14th on the three-point list with 1860. The way he contorts his body just coming off screens. He's not no Ray Allen, but I'm just saying, comparing how he just comes off screens and shit and just his body's just, it's not right. And he's just shooting these shits is J.J. Redick. But he's just a straight shooter. You need him on a team. He could easily be that shooter on a championship team. He's just that clutch. And he is clutch. He was damn near on that Magic team. They were in the finals. 
JJ Reddick is a he's a hooper. Number five for me. Uh, I feel like no one gets in. He doesn't get talked about a lot because you got the LeBrons in his era, the KDs, the Carmelos, the Paul Georges, the Danny Grangers, and that's Rudy Gay. At one point, this man hit a, a game winning shot over your Miami Heat. Yep. I remember that. Yeah, on, oh, LeBron. yeah, on LeBron's Rudy, head. Rudy boy. Gay was that guy. He just like I said, <laughs> he had to compete with all those boys. But he was that Memphis team was scary. That man was a two K cheat code. That's exactly what I was about to get into. He's he was literally top three two K players at one point. You could do whatever you want with Rudy Gay. Just run to the hoop, press He's X. dunking, bro. No, I remember one night, <laughs> it was when he was on the Grizzlies, right? One night I went to this party, and someone was running the 2K. They just had the 2K going. Yo, I sat there. I used the Grizzlies all night long with Rudy Gay. I went on like a four-game winning streak. I walked out that motherfucker drunk, high, and happy, and I was on a winning streak, <laughs> and I left. <laughs> Shout out Rudy Gay. For, for sure. Number four for me, uh, Kyle Lowry. Finals champion. Shout out to Kyle Lowry. Everyone hates him. He got into shape, and he's going in. Six-time All-Star, 36% from three. One-time All-NBA. Going to number three, Brandon Roy. I told Willie earlier, Brandon Roy would have been that next shooting guard. What he was doing, I remember playing with him in NBA Live, and the shit that he was able to do was on levels of, like, fucking Dwayne Wade at that time. He was just so clutch, but his obviously knees, but I'm putting it at a fantasy draft. Like, if he, he was able to... He had no knees. He literally had no knees. He played fucking five years. He retired. He came back. He played five games with the Wolves, and he was like, bro, I can't. It's done. I'm, I'm gone. But at one... Bro, he made two All-NBA teams. He was... Bro, he was really nasty in the West. And it was in the West at that. Him and L.A. could have been something. They might have gotten maybe C.J. late or probably none of them there, but still, Brandon Roy was that guy. I'm going to go to the back to number seven. Sorry, I skipped it out. Thank you for reminding me. Paul Millsap, four-time All-Star, all on the Hawks. They got swept by LeBron, but it's okay. Paul Millsap was that guy. I remember him in Utah with Al Jefferson and Darren Williams. Yeah, they Okor, were disgusting. That Andre team was Karolinko. underrated. Bro, Paul Millsap was that guy. Him and uh, Al Jefferson ran through that shit. They just, Kobe, Chris Paul, people like that were in the way. <laughs> Honestly. Number two for me, I don't know how you, ha- you don't have him one or two. Rajon Rondo. He's a savage. He what he dislocated his elbow against you guys. He went to the back. He's like, yo, fix this real quick. And he came back and he just went crazy. There's no way you can fix that though. Like you could, I mean, he did whatever his shit he had. was it wasn't dislocated. His shit broke, folk. Like I remember it. Like Wade took him to the ground and his shit went the wrong way on national TV. And he was like, Yeah, let me get an elbow pad. And I was like, Yeah, he's a demon. And he played that whole game one handed and he balled. Man, he don't care. He has 32 triple doubles, one time champ, three time assist champ. A steals champ in 2009, a four-time All-Star, and he made four-team uh, four All-Defensive teams. Jean Rondo, he's I don't know. Dog, Bro, he's, he's savage. A dog. If you ha- in his prime on fa- uh, fantasy basketball, he was getting you probably like 100 points a night with no turnovers league. One of those leagues, bro, 100 points easily a night. Back, back. Autumn assists, autumn rebounds, everything. And guess who drafted him? The Suns. They know about their point guards. They were like, nah, we got, we got Steve Nash. We got to get rid of you. You know, can you imagine... If small ball was popular back then and Rondo got to play with Steve Nash side by side. 80 assists a game for the team? Shit would be crazy. With, <laughs> with Amari Stoudemire? Yeah, they would win. They would, the coaches would be, the other coach would be like, bro, how do we stop this? They're just passing. They're not even shooting. Like, we can't contain this. They're yep. passing it behind their heads, the elbows, whatever they got to take. And they, you can't stop it. Number one for me, Lamarcus Aldridge. The Bulls wanted to trade him for Tyrus Thomas. That's, I'm not even going to get into Tyrus Thomas. But yeah, LA, 19 and 8 for his career. 
what if Kawhi had stayed? What could have they have done? Because Lamarcus Aldridge is probably you could argue at one point he was top five power forwards. You could still argue he's still in the top ten, maybe the top seven. He's just a dog and he's just doing it. He's he doesn't talk. He just goes out there and balls. Shout out to Lamarcus Aldridge. All right. So I've I'm been, ready to hear this. I've shit. been plotting and planning. Here we go. You've been plotting for a long time. So number ten, I got Andrea Bargnani. Strictly for 2K purposes. Okay? <laughs> He's won me a lot of games. He's come through clutch. I've had quite a few 40-point games with him as well. So, Andrea Bargnani. Number nine, for pretty much essentially the same, well, some of the same reasons that Q said, I got Shannon Brown, not Jordan Farmar. How could we ever forget Shannon Brown? We was yamming on everything. That's what I said. What? You guys talk about... People who are monsters in 2K, yo, Shannon Brown was a fucking monster. If you ran up in a clear <laughs> lane with him, it was over. Yeah, it was over. So I'm going to windmilling every time. And he's a two-time <laughs> champ. He's a two-time champ. Yep. Is he really related to Chris <laughs> Brown? I don't fucking care. <laughs> but he's a two-time champ. To, uh, Sterling Brown is uh, the Bucks. He's on the Bucks. He doesn't oh, play as much, but yeah. this is half of it. All right, now number eight. Mainly because of his college run, and he still clutches fuck J.J. Redick. Mm-hmm. J.J. Redick's one of the best shooters out there right now. Yeah, he's, he's disgusting. So J.J. Redick, from the free throw line for his career. I'm surprised it took until, I think, Chloe to actually put J.J. Redick up, unless Q said it and I missed it, but I know I heard Blanco say it, so, yeah. All right, number seven, I got P.J. Tucker, the shoe god. Um, y'all said it yourselves. He's very versatile. He could kill it in any position that they put him in. So I got P.J. Tucker. Number six, Paul Millsap, one of the more consistent players, you know, when he is healthy. Definitely Paul Millsap, one of the better power forwards, true to the position at that, especially in these kind of times. Um, So Paul Millsap at number six. Number five, Kyle Lowry. All right. Um, Not much to explain there. You know, he's a champion. He balls, but I've always, you know, kind of had the feeling that him by himself, he's not really like the person to carry the team. He's a key piece, but he's not the one to carry the team or anything like that. Number four, had he had a full career, Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy definitely deserves to be in the top five of this list because the what if with Brandon Roy would have been the, the conversation of basically like Brandon Roy versus LeBron James like kind of situation. Like he would have been up there in that discussion of top players in the league for sure. Nowhere near. Don't ever say LeBron James. Not literally just like LeBron, but like I'm talking about like, you know, like where we put the KDs, where we put the Seth Currys or Steph Currys and all that. No, I think um, Brandon Roy was on that. Literally, like, that bottom, like not that bottom tier, like, right under, like, Dame, literally. Yeah, I would say that, that like, shit. with the Dames and, like, the Westbrooks, like, something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's that's up what there I really think of yeah, Brandon Roy. Cool. He was fucking fire. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not, like, as high as, like, LeBron, but he's definitely up there in the conversation. It's like, all right, this guy's a, an all-elite player. Um, number like three, a, Brad, a Bradley Beal. Perfect. Maybe a little exactly. higher up than a Bradley Beal. Kind of just like that no chill. He's a gator, bro. Bradley Beal's a I'm, I, might, I might put him a little Bradley higher than Bradley Beal. If he was healthy, I might put him a little higher How you feel about Bradley Beal, Trill? Bradley Beal, amazing. I'm not saying he's not amazing, <laughs> he's amazing. But, <laughs> but what if Brandon Roy was healthy? Bradley Beal, oh my. I mean, he would have. Brandon, Brandon Roy would have. He would have been nasty. Like, That's what I'm saying. Been, like we we 100%. may have put him over Bradley Beal in the conversation. We can't say for certain, but I'm putting him at number four in this list. Number three, the 2K cheat code himself, Rudy Gay. We already said that cl- uh, loud and clear. Number two, Lamarcus Aldridge. Number one, Rajon Rondo. Rajon. Yo, Rajon Rondo is. A lot of people talk about tough basketball players. He's the most sour, tough son of a bitch in the NBA. It's like what Pat Bev has is just Pat didn't get the passing, but he's just like, bro, literally. Yeah, he, he quit on the Mavericks, bro. 
like legit. Fuck the Mavericks. Walked, I wouldn't play for Mark Cuban either. He's he a big pompous asshole. Game. It wasn't Mark Cuban. It was Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle is low key an asshole. Yeah, I'm talking about my opinion. I'm sure that Rick Carlisle is an asshole. He's the fucking fake ass Jim Carrey looking ass over here, fucking calling all the shots. I wouldn't want to work under him either. The only successful player under Rick Carlisle is Dirk. That's it. For sure. Damn. That's sad. Did he, no, he didn't. Co- oh, I'll, wait. I mean, you can call? maybe did say. He coach, did he go? Who, who did he, he get Luca? You know, he could call that his one. You know, he's kind of. You know what, Dirk? What were you Dirk gonna say? Dirk didn't Q? even belong. Dirk didn't even belong to um, Carlisle. He belonged to Avery Johnson, right? Because uh-huh. Avery Johnson was one hundred percent. He was. He was the OG coach of that. One hundred percent. It was. A- shout out to Avery Johnson. So then, Luca's his first gem. Pretty much. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I don't even want to say that's because of him. That's because Luca's just a fucking gem. That's cause, that's a good-ass He's gem. He's that dude. Hell yeah. Two years ago. You're like, hey, Chloe, go look at this guy's uh, YouTube highlights. His name is Luca Doncic. I was like, oh, shit. He's like, yeah, he's going to get drafted next year, like, number one or some shit, bro. Bro, tell him what you said about what what they tell him to slow it down. Oh, yeah, they just told him to chill out his rookie year because he had been playing all the way up through the draft, through Summer League, all of that shit, because he was still finishing out his Real Madrid contract. And he was just like, all right, I'm going to chill out, light work, 21-7-6, as a rookie. Yeah, that's amazing. That's damn near what, um, what Tim Duncan averaged as a rookie, too. But I, be, I think T- Duncan didn't average as much as this, but he was definitely up there with rebounds, too. Yeah, I'm going with Rondo. Rondo, number one on that whole list. It's debatable. We got two two again. Put someone got a vote. They got a vote right now. Who's number one or two? We well, got nobody saying Rondo. anything. It's okay. Just let it be known. Last topic, non-sport. This this is my favorite one. This is gonna be so fire. Uh, Wait, before we get there, actually, what happened? Should we bring up the idea that the XFL was canceled today? That's depressing. And that they're not coming back in twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty. Oh shit! So they're just done. They're, yeah, they're saying. That, not I didn't know that. Back. Wow. Yeah. What? Vince yeah. was like, "Look, this is the second try. This is God telling me that it's not gonna yep. work." <laughs> like, okay. I'm God told, insane, God told Vince McMahon, wrestling or football, choose one. You can't have both. <laughs> He's like, "Someone's gonna die out here on this field if you don't stop this mess." Man, then he just dropped the virus, bro, bro. They were getting popped, dog. That's a shame, though, because I feel like the XFL, like. It was starting to kind of come into its own where people were like, all right, you know, like, I didn't know about this shit at first, but, you know, they're starting to get, like, the Twitter accounts are starting to kind of be active with people. You know, it's on Saturdays. You know, the game days are on Saturdays. You know, not competing with any other sports, really, other than maybe basketball. But they they were kind of, I mean, they were kind of growing on me, to be honest with you. I just wish that they had more talent where they could score more. I mean, I've watched the games with, like, Fucking ten to six. I'm like, I don't. I want to see somebody score. For sure, no, <laughs> no doubt. Honestly, I just feel like at the end of the day, when looking at the XFL, it was the fact that it was just extra football, bro. Like, yeah, there's no other way to look at it. This is extra competitive football. Grown men hitting each other, and yeah, this is what I could watch. I, uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, like Play you said, you want competition bets, better. Bets. But if niggas could sit down and watch arena football, bro, you could have sat down and watched the XFL. Arena football was The so XFL fire. really wasn't that bad. They were just really getting in their groove. Arena football was fire. They had a couple the, XFL players get signed fire. to NFL squads. I was just about to say that. The quarterback that was Panthers. going off. I think an offensive tackle just got signed today. I don't know where. To the Chargers. Okay. A couple of safeties got signed too. 
they know what they're doing, and I feel like that's the best thing that could have happened. Because it's just showing them that, look, you still got talent out here, especially. Mm-hmm. You just got to find someone to put the lead together. Mm-hmm. One more thing that I wanted to bring up. How about that fake signing of Colin Kaepernick to the Jets? That's the best Twitter account in the world. Yo, they, they literally, that shit became account? the number one trending topic. What's the Santa account? Bruh, it's the, bruh, it's Barry. <laughs> bruh, the dude who be dude, trolling. Barry, dude, Yo, Barry is a troll, Barry. dude. Bruh, NBA fans go in on Barry, dog. Bruh, the fact that they continuously use his tweets and all he does is just change his Twitter name and his shit just blow every other week. He's got a tweet that's getting used by SportsCenter, ESPN. And his account jump. gets clapped. His account just claps every time. Dude, Twitter, Twitter, the Twitter admins, like, no, they, like, uh, try to, like, track him down, like, his web IP or whatever they call that shit. He, they, like, have him damn near blacklisted, so they're like, all right, we need to find, like, him every time he makes a new account. And somehow he, like, racks up, like, 60,000 followers in, like, a day and a half. And then he gets clapped, and then he's like, all right, fuck it, I'm going to do it again. The Tom Brady videos. Bro, he just keep making a different email, just changing it one button at a time. Exactly. <laughs> one button, one number. Shit's wild. All right, so the final topic is, drum roll. It's uh, top five cartoon shows. It could be your favorites, honestly, because that's how I pretty much did it. You would go five from one. I haven't even started to think about this in all honesty. Damn, you gotta go. You, you could jump straight into it, big dog. Okay, I'll jump straight into it. Right. Um, if I am thinking yeah, off of the said, top of my head. We said Q. Oh, you said Q? Okay, yeah, okay. I thought you said you. I thought you said you. No, no let's, let's, make, let's make E jump right into it since he, he hasn't so, thought about it yet. Oh, let's right go right on the spot. The Come on. All right, right, all right. The, you got this. So I'm thinking of like top five in the favorite sense, not like all time. I'm thinking about my all time favorite. For sure, for sure. Everyone's got different shit. My all-time favorites, number five. I'm gonna go with Ed, Ed, and Eddie. All right. Ooh, if if you didn't play the yes. Spin Top game on CartoonNetwork.com when you were a kid, what you know about that? Uh, I don't believe uh, it. You had to balance it on the what you had to yeah. play, and you Yo, had to balance hey, it. Hey, I had the orange top spinning. All right, yes, y'all can't see fine. my orange top spinning. <laughs> okay, so fuck off. I'll whoop your ass in that game if they ever bring it back. Okay, let's make that loud and clear. Number four, I'm going to encourage the cowardly dog. All right? That's good. That's, That's one of the one. most underrated Those and thorough are... shows ever. Shout out to Courage. Courage the cowardly dog. The fact that the computer was the smartest person in the show and wasn't <laughs> even a person, it just blew my mind, bro. Yeah. You stupid dog. <laughs> you stupid dog. Oh, my God, man. Eustace was my boy. Eustace. Yeah, but in real life, Eustace is probably a racist, low-key. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, <laughs> number three, I'm going to have to probably go with Family Guy here. Okay? I'm going to go with Family Guy here. I'm going to go with that at number three. Number two, I'm going to go The Simpsons. And then number one, I'm going Rugrats. Wow. wow I did not I expect that to be your number that. one. Number six for me, if I had a six, would be Dragon Ball Z. That's interesting. Rugrats meant the most to me as a cartoon, in all honesty. And it's honestly probably the root of the great childhood cartoons that came out in our generation. I won't disagree. Oh, actually, wait, wait. Let me replace one. I'm putting Simpsons at six. Number two, I'm putting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm sorry. I'm taking that out. That shit was fire. Yeah, that's correct, sir. 
You, you, you nah, Simpsons crack. going number six for me at that point. That's correct. It's, it's going Simpsons. out the top. Hey, it's based on my favorites. No. Yes. It's a fact. The Simpsons is in everyone's top did, five. Did I not ask at the beginning, are we going based on favorites or facts? I don't care. <laughs> did I not ask that at the beginning? It's favorites, bro. It's favorites. Don't right. worry. He's trolling. Go That's why we're socially distanced because Gotta be. <laughs> if not, I'll be hopping on the other side of this table treating the shit like Ray Lewis. Oh, my God. Why are you bringing my dog into it? Like, Because you know I got to make a Ravens uh, joke at least once on the show if I get a chance. It's okay. okay. It's okay. Damn, dude. Honestly, my list is real easy. Number five, I got a sleeper, I feel like, because not too many people give it too much credit. I had to switch it up. I had to switch it up. Because of me? Yeah. I got American Dad coming in at number five just because bro, that show is hilarious. Oh, I don't care what you call it. It's still hilarious. It's the same dude writing it. I know it's hilarious. It's the same exact concept, except this time the dad's in the CIA rather than a fat drunk. And instead of a dog, they got an alien. That shit is amazing, bruh. <laughs> Aliens. I can't give no ripoffs to top five spot. Man, come on, dog. That shit was amazing. Number four, top show of all time. Honestly, in anyone's opinion, you just gotta sit down and debate it. Four, SpongeBob. It's just that simple. And Noted. SpongeBob. Let me explain it like this, right? So the Rugrats to me is like The Rock, right? And then SpongeBob is like John Cena. But SpongeBob been around for like fucking since I don't know when, like fucking nineteen twenty. SpongeBob been around. The fact that they keep coming back with new episode after new episode after no new episode. No problem. Since ninety nine. New shit. And new oh, memes. Man. New memes after new memes after new memes. won four Emmys, dog. They don't... Bro, SpongeBob is fucking GOAT. Honestly? That's wait, crazy. Wait, we got kicked off the live. Hold up. We're going back on, though. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. That's why, you know, I just let you give... It cut us off at an hour. Damn. They was like, y'all doing too much, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back up, I think. Yep, we're back up. We're back up. And rolling. All right, so where were we at now? Number four was SpongeBob. Number four was SpongeBob. Respectful. No, no, no. All right, so let me reiterate one more time, right? SpongeBob is John Cena. Mm -hmm. The Rugrats is The Rock. That's how I feel it is. Okay. One walks so the other could fly. I can see that. That's interesting. Number three, my favorite adult swim show of all time. Just so happens to be on this top cartoon list as well, but it's the Boondocks, bro. Oh my Ooh, god, that's a good wow. one! Oh, like, bro, the Boondocks. That's a good choice. I can literally, if they drop new episodes whenever, if they dropped it during this coronavirus pandemic, it uh, would kick the Tiger King ass right yeah. now. Like you would have so many people watching the Boondocks because, yo, how about this? If they released an episode about Tiger King. During oh, this shit, right? They got to drop two episodes, the Tiger King episode and the coronavirus episode. That's it. They could boom. That's their whole new season. I will be happy. Oh, my God. And then they end it right there after that season. Exactly. Bruh. The fact that the Boondocks were able to go on the way they did, addressing the things they did, bruh, they came at BET's neck. And BET don't play about, like, slander or anything. And they was talking hot shit about BET and... There was nothing that could be done, bro. They made BET look like Carol Baskins. Bro, they brought Carol Martin Luther King back. Carol Baskins. Jesus Christ. Started, bro. Carol Baskins. Who you got at number two? Number two, like I said, 
The Simpsons, bro. Like, why are we questioning anything? This show has been on longer than I've been alive. Brother, the writer, producer, whatever you want to call him. Matt Gronig. Bro is a time traveler. For sure. That's why he made Futurama after. I don't want to get into it because I've definitely heard that before. That's what everyone says. They're like, yeah, he just did that and just, you know, he's just fucking with us now. So I'm like, eh. The Simpsons been on as long as I can remember. The fact that they be fucking around having Super Bowl teams in there, he just be dropping them in there. And it's like, damn, that actually happened. And then you have the other things like flip phones and he's predicting shit. And it's like, yo, it's been on, like I said, I'm 24. It's been on longer than I've been alive, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it has. And it's still rolling. So it's like, damn, bro, you can't knock that at all. Every time. He's like, yo, every Sunday, come back, 8 o'clock, boom, it's there. And number one, I could watch this show if I was 80 years old, 60 years old, one year old, it don't matter. Ed and Eddie is the GOAT. I've always wanted a jawbreaker. If it was that big, I know it's cocaine. I still want it. (laughs) Like, bro, like, come on now, like, it was so many things that happened in that show where I was like, yo, this is how life is going to be. And then, you know, I'm black, so, you know, that's not how life went. But it was so many things, like, bruh, the cul-de-sac, I've never lived in a cul-de-sac a day in my life. A day in my life, but they made that shit look like heaven, bruh. Yeah, that's why when I moved to a cul-de-sac, I was hyped. Oh, yeah, bruh, it was like, oh, I'm in an Eddie now. Oh, shit, I'm the Kevin over here. So it's like, yo, at this point, Ed and Eddie, you just look at the main three characters, bro. Ed, Ed and Eddie. Ed, he was just a muscle, bro. You know, butter toast. That's all my dog was banging. <laughs> and it's like, I could I could fuck with, bro, they took his stairs one episode. How do, how would you feel if your parents took your stairs? Yo, this man used to, like, lift up houses. <laughs> what were they feeding this child? <laughs> butter toast. Straight up, bro. That's all he ate. And the first you, Ed, right? Yes, bro. He was bruh. just off it. Double D? Strong as hell, but dumb as rock. Double D, bro. Like, come on. That That's boy the had genius. A, that boy yeah, had his brain smart. under the hat. What? He For was... Sure. When the hat came off, I thought, that, like, the show was going to break or something, bro. I didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I'm not ready to see this. Dude, they had a kid talking to a wooden, you know, two right. by four. That was... Bro, that's amazing. Think about it. Johnny and Plank? Like, yo, he was... Bro, there's so many different things in that show where it's like, yo, it's amazing. Rolf, I was the most say, underrated the, the character. The best character in, in the show. Bro, he's the most memeable guy Rolf is ever. like Creed in The Office. Exactly. <laughs> Everything he say is fucking hilarious. He can be dead serious. It's hilarious. The best Corona meme I saw was where it said, when you sneak out of your house during the quarantine, and it's Rolf, and it says, you caught me, fed boy. Because <laughs> he couldn't talk. What you got, Chloe? Five for me. Shout out to Family Guy. I don't know how you don't have Family Guy. The chicken fights, everything. Stewie, Brian, Meg, Chris. Bro, Family Guy is just timeless, man. It's it's honestly, you could put that together with South Park and then with what you said, American Dad and things like that because they're just pretty much all kind of at the same thing. And shout out to South Park, though. But I have to roll with Family Guy. That's what I grew up on. I literally still got a bunch of seasons at my crib. Number four for me, Pokemon. I grew up on Pokemon. This man, Ash, has been 10 years, 10 years old for 20 years. He just won the Pokemon League. That's determination right there. That boy did not quit. Never quit on your dreams. Because look, he's been a lot. He, he stopped aging. Man, he's he never been aged for 20 years. I That's wouldn't what, quit on my dreams They tweeted either. that. They tweeted that. They're like, Ash Ketchum um, in his 20, is 10 years old, in his 20-year career, has won the Pokemon League. It's like, bro, 
So he doesn't age. He's just 10 the whole time. But shout out to Pokemon, bro. Yo, I used to have boxes of level 100s. I was a crackhead in that game. Number three, something I always wanted, uh, fairly odd parents. If I could just get wishes like that, some goldfish in my room chilling, do whatever the fuck I want as 10 years old, 11 years old, I would be going crazy. Imagine that, wishing for whatever you want, dog. That man had Christmas for like 180 days in a row. I wonder if they stayed with him till he was like in his teenage years. They got, they, I, I think you go away like that. I think they, once the baby came, I was like, bro, what's happening? Who's the baby? <laughs> Like, poof, what are you doing? I didn't understand any of that shit. Cosmo got pregnant. I was so lost. Cosmo got pregnant. They brought the baby (laughs) in, and I was just like, bro, I don't know what's... The show lost it. I stopped watching it. It comes on every now and then. I think it still comes on, but it was like, I didn't understand the point of the baby. Their crossover episodes? the baby does not grow up. Oh, with Jimmy Neutron. Those shits were stupid fire. Dumb shits for gas. Number two, they've been on summer vacation. They're still on summer vacation. That's Phineas and Ferb. Bro, the fact that they would just do the most reckless shit and then come back home and they're not even trying to get away. They just, they get away every time. Perry's right there. Dr. Doofenshmirtz is right there. He's trying to take over the whole tri-state area. Bro, they're still on vacation. It's a whole show of them being on, they never go back. That school is gone. They graduated <laughs> or they dropped out. They're like, bro, we just about to do reckless shit all day. No cops, no nothing. We're just, and we're never going to get injured, caught, anything. This fucking platypus is a spy. An amazing spy at that. He's out here just escaping. Bro, he don't put. He put a hat on, a mask on. The the man, doc, ain't the doc, no mask. Doc, he put a hat on. Bro, the and doc, they be the like, doc, oh, it's Perry. The doctor like Perry, and he takes off the hat. He's like, oh shit, Perry the planet. He fucking yo. The doctor be on. <laughs> he's be off it. And number one for me, bro. I could watch the show any day of the week, any time. It don't matter. It's SpongeBob, bro. The sponge, a starfish. They're best friends. You got a fucking squirrel that lives underwater. Mr. Krabs teaches you, you got to save money, bro. If you got to act cheap sometimes, act cheap sometimes. It's Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs is fucking hilarious. You got you got to know that your enemies might be close type shit. Plankton right there, he's just always trying to steal the formula for no damn reason. <laughs> Shout out to SpongeBob. Where you at with the Q? Okay. Um, these are all good shows, man. I Honestly, I've been listening to you guys, and I'm like, fuck, I want to change my list now, low-key. Um, <clears throat> Number five, I'm gonna go with uh, it's kind of a I guess a tie. Um, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. So Pokemon, oh my um, Yu-Gi-Oh. Pokemon, I really like. I really didn't get into that much until um, they came out with a, a Game Boy Advance like mm-hmm. game and shit. So yeah. I, I, dude, I spammed the, all those games like the different colors: the red, the blue, sure. uh, whatever oh, other color, the green. Cool. Dog in high freshman yeah. year of high school, I used to battle my neighbor, bro. I would beat this man's ass <laughs> zero before the bus, and then when we get home from school, just man is the bro. I'm tearing him up. I had a Gengar exam on my team. That's the one two combo, bro. They're just savage. Shout Straight out to the boys. But I feel that, like um, with uh, Yu Gi Oh, I had more fun playing Yu Gi Oh because the card game for Pokemon was really complicated. But for Yu Gi Oh, dog, I still got the Seal of Oricalco's card. I'll play that shit on some exactly. bro. That Yu Gi Oh is timeless. That's why I have Yu-Gi-Oh kind of tied with it because they both had uh, had like card games and it you know they kind of went the next level with it to kind of interact with everybody and everything. So I got those two at number five kind of tied. Uh, number four, I got Family Guy. Um, it was it, this is definitely I mean it's the most humorous cartoon show. Uh, it, besides you know obviously the OG Simpsons man they they uh, they walk so uh, so Family Guy could run. Um, Family Guy is just—it's so funny. I mean, with the with the current references they have and 
And Seth MacFarlane's just a genius, man. He he's got all these shows going for him, like how he did like Ted and all these like these uh, actual normal movies now. And the voice is just hilarious, the Peter Griffin voice and and Stewie, man. It's just all it's all funny. Um, so I got Family Guy at number four. Number three, I got a, a very underrated one. Uh, Scooby Doo. So Scooby Doo, I, I love a good a, a good mystery. You know what I'm saying? Scooby Doo is is OG for me. I you know I grew up watching that. Um, side note: their fruit snacks are fire. So that kind of you know jumped it into the top five. Scooby Doo crackers uh, are fire in my book. <laughs> yes, yes, those two. Um, number two, I got uh, SpongeBob. So to this day, like I, I still watch SpongeBob. Um, and I, I feel like it's like every does. day. I swear everyone but, and it's about. like I like I feel like I see SpongeBob every day. You know, if it's not, if, even if it's if it's on TV or not, um, you know, it's on Twitter somewhere. You see some sort of SpongeBob meme. Um, so it, it's constantly in my head. I watched it, you know, all the time. Like growing up, um, like I said, I still watch it today. Uh, that's just like the type of content that you know I I loved watching when I was when I was a kid, especially number one. I got, nobody said it yet, I got Tom and Jerry. So Tom and Jerry is, uh, I had I had a Cartoon Network show and then I had a, a, a Nickelodeon show. And uh, SpongeBob would always come on on a Nickelodeon show and when that was over, I would, I would wait for uh, Tom and Jerry to come on on, uh, on, on Cartoon Network. And, and Tom and Jerry, so that's like, it's literally one of the like OG shows. Um, like it's been around forever. And I think like, I can appreciate that because like these, they don't, they don't talk like these, like dudes don't talk. They just literally run around and like no sound run into no. shit and nothing. It's around and it's for like crazy. 60, 70 years. It's just the same it's shit. crazy because you just watch that and you're like, in, in one could think like, how the hell is this like entertaining? Like this is like, they're just running into shit. But I do, I was so like, into that shit as a, as a kid, but I, I couldn't leave that out. So I got Tom and Jerry coming in at number one. I can't lie. You reminded me of so many. Cause I totally forgot. Dude, Boon, I wanted to fire. put Boondocks after, after, as the show said Boondocks, I wanted to put it in so bad or whoever said Boondocks first, man, that, that's, I mean, that, that's a very like, um, I don't know. One of the mo- more underrated cartoon shows. That shit is too funny, man. For sure. Some notable shows that we didn't bring up. Arthur, Arthur. Teen Titans. Teen Titans. I, I was thinking of putting Teen, Teen Titans. Titans Johnny yeah. Bravo. Animaniacs. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, we brought up Scooby-Doo. Pinky in the Brain. You know Dexter's so, Lab. Hey, remember this show? Oh, the, did you ever watch this show? It's like the Jackie Chan show and he was collecting like talismans or some shit. Yeah, the Jackie Chan show. That's literally what it was called. That shit is... Jackie! <laughs> Jackie! Uh, Street Sharks. Does anybody remember Street Sharks? No. Nah, but no, Static Shock has oh. Static Shock, the Batman. Gargoyles. Shark. Does anybody know about Gargoyles? I've heard of it. That's a Disney Channel I show, ain't it? Gargoyles, yes. It, if I'm not mistaken, it was a Disney Channel show. Cat Dog. Whoa, 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 Cat whoa. Dog. If we bringing up Disney Channel shows and they happen to be childhood shows, bruh, out of the box? Was that a cartoon? Oh, bro, whoa, whoa. I I, I, I'm not going to lie. I was not a Disney Channel kid. What about, Lo- Lo- what about Looney Tunes? Oh, Looney Tunes was fun. The Grim Adventures, uh, Grim Adventures of Bill and Mandy. Billy and Mandy. Wait, one that I probably should have put in my top five. Hey Arnold. Hey oh, Arnold taught you fuck. life lessons before you even knew shit about life. I forgot about Hey Arnold. Honestly. Samurai Jack. 
Recess, Rocket Power, The Wild Thornberries, Powerpuff Girls. Oh, 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 bro, you're going too fast. You taste like, too, too much fire right it. there. <laughs> wild Thornberries. Rocket Power. First of all, the Powerpuff Girls. As a nigga, I watched that show religiously, bro. I was like, yo, these three bitches could fuck anybody up. They was fighting the monkey <laughs> for fun, just kicking Mojo Jojo ass. Cow and chicken. Yeah, oh, my God. That's the first time I heard a chicken, but. Kids next door. <laughs> I wanted to be number four so badly, bruh. Doug, the Jetsons, Tiny Toon Adventures, Rocco's Modern Life, All Real Monsters, The Magic School Bus, I Am Weasel, Alvin and the Chipmunks, a pup named Scooby-Doo, not just regular Scooby-Doo, a pup named Scooby-Doo. They had to give him a spin-off. Inspector yo, Gadget, yo, Clifford what? and the Big Red Dog. Digimon. Digimon, Invader Zim, oh, Digimon. You just ran over a couple of goats right there, so... First of all, Clifford the Big Red Dog taught me so many things growing up, especially in my early years on PBS. I need you to understand that. Did you? Could you imagine having a 30-foot dog? Yeah. Come on now. Think, like, where are we putting that? I can't imagine now paying two grand to get a tiger, which is the closest thing to it. Joe Exotic. Carol fucking Baskin. Carol fucking Baskins. Carol, man. Yeah. Carol. The new episode oh, and out. the Flintstones. Who could ever forget the Flintstones? That show made no sense to me just for the simple fact that I understood it was based in olden times, but bruh, there's no way a human can run and propel a car. One of my idols was Quick Draw McGraw. Quick Draw McGraw. Had the coolest name, coolest cartoon, easy. Honestly, my favorite... I don't know if you would really call it a show or not, but, bruh, anytime the Roadrunner and the Coyote was on... Yeah, Looney could, Tunes, bro. Could watch that shit like cracking in Yosemite Sam. Oh. Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes are the legends. I, fuck with the, I think Toy Story had a show. No, they didn't. They just they did? Not to my knowledge, no. Not the not like the movie animation. It was like the it was like some... No, Buzz had a show. Buzz had a show. Yeah, yeah. Buzz and Zerg, they yeah, had yeah, a show. Yeah, yeah, that show was fire to me. But, yeah, that's about it. Is there anything else we needed to touch up on, or that's about it? The weekly Rona update. Bro, we got to walk around with masks now. You get fined. No, that's in Osceola County. Well, That's what? three hours what? up north. What you mean? That's in Miramar. What are you talking about? It, was, it came out like two days ago. No, nah, I didn't see that. That's a lot. Oh, then you... Oh. oh, you finna catch that quick I thought fine. this show was nothing but facts. What kind of bullshit the, the is this? The cop gonna be like, here to 500. You gonna, <laughs> you gonna call me and be like, oh my God, you weren't lying. I'm like, I told you, bro. It's facts. I'm, I'm gonna sorry, take out I my swear. men in black flash and oh, shit. You wipe gonna, his memory. That's not cool. Have they made it, like, mandatory where you guys are to wear, like, masks? I don't know. That's what Chloe's trying to say right now, but I don't Bro, believe Bro, I've seen them. so many videos around here of people getting kicked out of Walmart and Target because they no, don't that, That's the one thing I heard is that in stores, a lot of the stores are starting to make you, Bro, but they're not Miramar making it mandatory where you walk Miramar around. Was this is literally... the source for the news right here. Oh. Exactly. Trill Schefter. You feel me? I come through with all the wrong facts. <laughs> but um, basically, yeah, Miramar was the second city within South Florida. To uh, have a mandatory mask thing where if you go outside, you have to have a mask. Well, they didn't catch me yet. I mean, is you really trying to take a chance with the police or with the Rona? Which I, one? I'm just driving from my house to work and from work home. That's it. Hey, the Ronas could hop up in the car at any time. You're like, hey, let me take the hey, go home. There's a seat in the passenger. Oh, shit. He's going to be like, you play, You want to play? Fun right. fact, I survived swine flu. Bro, what? I had swine flu. When that was shit was going down, I had swine flu. So are you okay? Yeah, I'm, obviously I'm sitting right fucking here. Nah, you, you part, still contagious. You might be part pig. I don't nah, know. nah, I'm gonna survive. I'm a fucking warrior. So how'd you? Like, oh, I'm feeling like shit. Like I got a question for you guys. What happened? So, uh, start 
start, bench, and sit. Swine flu, coronavirus, bird flu. All right. I had swine <laughs> flu. Wait, or what, in what capacity are we talking about? The pain it provides or what's from like... <laughs> Would you rather have this and start with this? Would you rather yes. you know, secondary have this and then would you rather just not have this yeah, at all? No. So would would you rather have it? I'm cutting coronavirus. Or, that's yeah, yeah. for sure. Because okay. coronavirus is actually resulting in a lot of deaths. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna bench the bird flu because fuck birds, they're evil as shit. If you never seen like, for instance, Dawn of the Dead or Resident Evil, those fucking crows get infected too. So fuck birds. Um, and then I'm going to start with swine flu cause I survived it before and yeah, fuck it. It's like two days of vomiting and not moving anywhere, but that's Jesus about it. Jesus Christ. So you sound like he was about to die basically. Yeah. That's what I just well, heard. I, I had to have somebody drive me like to my house cause I couldn't even move. So where, whoa, where were you at when you initially got sick? So shout out Mark. I was at Mark's house. Um, Jesus. Yeah. I would have just kicked you out my house and said, call God. Well, he told me I should go home, but I told him, I was like, I can't move. And I had another friend there, shout out Josh, who drove my car from his house to here. And Josh never had driven a car before that. Oh, he went cold. So he had to learn to drive the car. On the street. He didn't even hit the gas. I told him, I was like, just don't hit the gas because he lives a few blocks from me. I was like, just don't hit the gas and just drive to my house. I was like, all you have to do is turn the wheel toward where you need to go. And he did it. Wow. You can go next, Joe. Honestly, if I got to start one, I'm going to start the bird flu. Because, honestly, from what I remember, it wasn't too bad. You feel me? You know, niggas had to stop eating chicken for a while and whatnot. But other than that, it wasn't nothing too crazy at all. I mean, it boomed, what, during middle school or elementary school, one or the other. And I, I wasn't affected by it. At all. What I'm going to definitely bench is the coronavirus, though. Why I'm not cutting it is because I don't fuck with pork. So swine flu, that's honestly, that's just you know you don't have to get that. it from pork, right? That, but that's how I, I associate it with pork. Swine flu, pork. No, <laughs> I, pork. I don't even eat pork. And I still swine got is it. pork. I don't eat pork, and I still got it. But swine is pork. Swine, yeah. The word, but what the fuck? No, no, you have the wrong idea, bro. You have the wrong idea. <laughs> All I feel is, but I mean, shit. If we could say, you know, we say the police is pigs. We don't fuck Trill, with them. Trill, look at me. Oh, come look on, at bro. Me. What's wrong? I'm a survivor, you go home bro. and take a night. And take a, and take, go to sleep, bro. Just go to sleep. All right, for me, um, I'm starting the, the bird flu. I, I I don't even know that shit because it was nowhere near me. It was like the bottom tier player, so they can't see me there. So you're, you're going to start because I can handle you. Uh, benching uh, is the swine flu. I remember that shit, but I wasn't affected. And coronavirus, um, I'm cutting it. Coronavirus can't see me, so it's off, it's off the court. I'll beat in Michael Jordan game six. Mike Tyson, I'll shout out to all them boys. Fuck coronavirus. That shit is annoying. Yeah. Been trapped I think at the, the crib, bro. I'm a professional in Call of Duty and Fortnite now. That's <laughs> the only thing that matters is that we need to cut coronavirus. Bro. This is sure. trash. It's Being so inside annoying. like this, dude, this is garbage, man. Can't so, do yeah, anything. like. Yeah, Trill over here, like, like he's going to just take it head on. Yeah. <laughs> like, eh, you know. <laughs> life. Bring it on. Bring, it, bring it the fuck shit. on. For sure, dog. All right. Yeah, What's we, your opinion? Nah, man, I, I already said my opinion. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed it. I'm so sorry. I said cut corona. Yeah, he said he said he's gonna bench bird flu and then start swine. Damn, yeah, he just a yeah. That's, that's what that's what I am too. Same thing. Yo, the swine flu is gonna get me twice. Oh shit! I'm only stronger <laughs> now. Wow. Okay. Well, I had one more question just off the top because we was talking about corona. Does anyone think that that relationship in Utah is savable with Rudy Gobert and Donovan? But I want to see him get traded. I want to. Nope. See, I love chaos. Go nah, get traded somewhere. Done. 
Bro, go to the heat. Bro, this would be the craziest reason why a trade happened ever. Go somewhere. You got me sick, nigga. Bro, you thought it was funny to touch all the tables and the mics oh, and Q, shit. Oh, Q, Q, you're a Bucks fan. Would you trade Chris Milton, Chris Middleton, and someone else for Donovan Mitchell, like some type of trade? No, but what I no, absolutely not. Right. But what I would do is I would trade. I'm not trading Chris Middleton. He's untouchable. He's fire. He's, He's so fucking fire. Um, I would package up. Give me, give me. Uh, uh we've got who's first? Do we have? We have the Pacers' first round pick this year. It should be. I don't know, maybe like 19th, 20th, uh, 20th pick in the draft or so. Uh, give me that. Give me Eric Bledsoe. And um, I don't know, throw in throw in something else. I know it probably won't be enough. You know, a first-round pick in Eric. I mean, Eric Bledsoe, he's first-team all defense last year. He's serviceable. He's just got his issues in the playoffs. You throw him in with the first-round pick, just offer it. See what they counter-offer. But, man, uh, D. Mitch, is, he's nice. He's real nice, man. I, I, that would be interesting if he could play with Middleton and Giannis for sure. Do you take um, Chris Middleton over Donovan Mitchell? Like just overall player? Yeah, I would. I can't oh, do that. Just, oh, uh, Trey Bill's about to cry. He almost had a based, stroke. Based, based off of efficiency, give me 50, 40, yeah, 90. For sure. Any Chris Middleton's so anytime, fire. Dude. I have the first anytime. one to pop off in fantasy. I He's totally crazy. understand that, but... I feel There's like Donovan mark. Mitchell can be a number one option, and Chris Middleton can't. Chris Middleton doesn't need to, though. That's the thing. We we have our number one option. That's if you're great. talking about John is. If you're talking, if you're talking about, uh, if you're talking about just over, like for head to head, who you would start a franchise with? Yeah, I would. I would say Mitchell. But I'm saying, like in this spot, in this in this certain situation, yeah, I'd I'd, I'd say Middleton. Uh, I would I would like to have Middleton over over Mitchell in this because uh, I mean Mitchell he can't shoot any better than 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 Middleton can right now but you know obviously he can score a little bit better mm-hmm. but head to head if I'm starting a franchise yeah, for sure I'm with you Trill I'm, I'm going uh, Mitchell over Middleton mm-hmm. that's all I had to hear shout out to Donovan as always <laughs> nothing but facts shout out to Q follow us on Twitter and Instagram MBF underscore Clo MBF underscore Trill YouTube. MBF underscore podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Nothing but facts all together. Only a mono on Twitter and Instagram. Bacon World, WRLD on Twitter. Shout out to you, Q. Thank you for being on. We yeah, man. Thanks for having me, you guys. That's all. You got it, Q. My bad. No, it's all good. I, I just want to thank you guys again for having me on. It's a fucking fucking shit. Uh, nah, having a glass sure, of wine and talking sports with you guys, man. It's fun, bro. Appreciate you. Y'all be easy. All right, man. Be easy, man.